And welcome into This Life Matters. You're in here with Drew, and the name of the show is This Life Matters with Gigi and Drew. And yeah. I started off everything wrong. You so did? So I should have started off by saying, and this is, and, and shut my mouth and let you say Gigi. Gigi. So should we start it over again? No, we're okay. going now. <laughs> all right. <laughs> How you doing today? I'm good, and welcome to all our listeners as well. Yes. And um, you've been on vacation Yes, I have. and I, it was, saw, I followed you on Facebook. Yeah, I, I made a point to try to post a few things, but not respond to anything. Like, well, I obviously, I, I know not, that. Yeah, I did not want to engage anyone in any conversations because I just didn't want to. I wanted to keep my focus. And so what I did was I would post things and then just put the phone down. There you go. And walk away from it. So, And what I actually did, because I don't do Instagram that often, uh-huh. I have my reasons to not be on Instagram. Like I, I'm going to delete delete the app again. What are uh, your reasons? It's it's what I call a thirst trap. Like it's, it's too many uh, people that want attention uh, and they want it in the wrong ways. And so it's for me to avoid looking at stuff that I shouldn't look at, I, I don't I don't like Instagram for that very reason. There's a lot of beautiful pictures like of nature and a lot of things where people are, are sharing family pictures. But then there's a lot of other pictures you don't want to see. I guess I'm not getting those pictures. Well, you know, and I think that's it. I think that's that's probably like for me, I think I have friends that I'm not friends with, like some, you know, like celebrities, stuff like right. that that are on the friend list. And then from there, it's not even like my actual feed. My feed is fine. Well, how do they get onto ours then? Because I have a few people that have creeped in like that. Yeah, it's it's usually sometimes it's the paid ads. And then sometimes it's when you look under the search area, which can be mistaken for your normal feed area. And okay. like so like that where you're just exploring. Uh-huh. That's when you, that's when it's the like mess kind of gets It's connect in. you somehow. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, well, so you're not going to do Instagram anymore. No, well, I do it for every vacation or any trip and then I get rid of it because it's just it's too big of a temptation. Oh, okay. Well, I like it because I'm following um I'm getting I am getting pictures from people that I don't see yeah. like family and friends yeah. that's mainly what i do but i do have a couple of celebrity that i that i get things from yeah. you know i'm i'm a jim gaffigan follower you know i i listened to his last book which was it was hilarious and it was so funny because as i listened to the book it was like this was just like as though he wrote a stand-up uh special mm-hmm. he just well, put it you in know he's going to be in tulsa yeah, and I want to see him. I do. I yeah. actually do. I uh, don't know why I haven't brought tickets yet. but Well, I, I haven't them. either, but I'm kind of waiting to see if some of my kids are going to be in town. But um, do you watch the show, the TV show? No, I have not seen the show yet at all, and it's been on a couple of years now, hasn't it? It has, and the, it started again. I think uh, there's been just three of them, and it's on this year. I mean, it's been on this channel called tv land but yeah. mm-hmm. now they've moved it over to com- maybe comedy central i'm oh, okay. not sure right. but it is on and it is hilarious and it's i find myself uh, parenting like he does like you oh, know like, really like that's that's why i appreciate him because <laughs> I, I don't talk to my children like they're baby. Like, i never talked to them like they were babies i was yeah. always using big words and being a smart aleck toward uh-huh. well <laughs> then you would really love that wouldn't yeah. you no nah, he's one of yeah he's the, how he parents is how i parent yeah so. there you go <laughs> yeah. well but, today we are coming up on 
shall we say, announce? It's the final show of the fourth season. That's right. Yes. Fourth year. Fourth year. This Life Matters. This year was unique, uh, and, it, and it's going to be very unique because it's going to stand alone uh, as the one year that we did, uh, we've done uh, in a studio. Uh-huh. So we've, we've done this year at uh, Tulsa Community College Studio. However, we're going to go a different direction yes, uh, for the start of year five. And, mm-hmm. and, and hopefully, as we iron out details, it'll be a totally different direction. We don't know everything yet. But when we come back to you uh, by by the first of August, it'll be something good. Yeah, so that's right. And today, uh, you know, you asked me what I wanted to do today for the show, and I told you, and this is what I want to do is talk about something that you know in my private counseling practice that I talk about all the time. In fact, I'm doing some study, some research on a different kind of therapy modality that I'm that I use, but apparently has been around for a while, and I didn't know that there was a name for it, and <laughs> some books on it, and not a lot of people uh, use use this actually in that way, and I discovered I should have written a book a long time ago, because I've been, I've been talking to clients about this a long time, and that is, um, am I living out my values? Yes. So, um, do you have a definition for the word value? Well, I have a definition for, I looked up uh, core values. Okay, core values. It says the core values are the guiding principles that dictate behavior and actions. Core values can help people to know uh, what is the difference between right and wrong. They can help companies to determine if they are on the right path of fulfilling their business goals. And they can create a uh, an unwavering and unchangeable guide. Okay. So, kind of putting that in perspective, I like the the fact that it kind of says it creates an unwavering and unchanging guide. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that too. Yeah. And you know, they put it in perspective of business, but when you bring it back to you as an uh, as an individual, what are some of the values? What are some of the things that are in your life that you know you don't waver from that aren't that aren't going to just change. They may evolve, mm-hmm. but they don't change. Are you asking me? Well, no, I was just asking. asking our, I'm just like, yeah, if you're listening right now, that's <laughs> something I want you to, to yeah. kind of think about, you know, as you move forward in life and you're thinking of different things to do, uh, do it line up with those things that don't change about what you know? Uh, I would like for to hear from some of our listeners through our Facebook site, This Life Matters, to respond to that. Uh, to name some of those values possibly yes. for us that that you have identified as important and uh, guiding principles in your life. One of the things that I've mentioned to you and I've said on air before that is one of my guiding principles. Um, well, let's see what I call it a guiding principle. It's a it's a core value yeah. is education. Yeah. That's one of my core values is education. And I did that by, you know, going to school. My husband went to school. I luckily I married somebody with that value. We spent money educating our children. So it lived out yeah. that value in our lives. I think it becomes a priority, you know, when you anytime someone applies money to something, you know, the value that we have on money uh, just as a part of the human nature, we we try to 
spin away from saying that we don't, but we honestly do. We have a great value sure, on we our do. money. Um, and we, anytime you're willing to put put your money to toward that, um, that shows that that that's an important value for me. Education is very important. Um, I give it a lot of time and effort with my children. Well, you mentioned time, and that's the other thing, Drew, is what we spend our time on yes. and what we spend our money on are the things that are important to us. Yes. yes. So the question here today is, am I spending my time and my money on my core guiding principle values or not? You know, the ugly reality that we have to face sometimes when it comes to that question is, if the answer is, if you say, okay, well, I'm on the side of education, but I'm not spending money on education. I don't don't buy books. But if you buy jewelry and you buy shoes and you Mm -hmm. buy, uh, you know, food and a lot of extra things of that nature, what is that saying? Depends on if I'm spending my time on it or not. Because you could spend not spend money on it, but you could spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. You could go to the library and uh, read books or uh, check out DVDs and uh, audio CDs and things like that. So, I mean, there you could go to lectures. You could go to free things. I mean, so Which there is, are ways yeah. that you could do that without – you don't have to, to spend, spend a lot both. of money. Yeah, yeah sometimes – but you have to do – if it's a part of what you say is core to you – you have to spend some time. We're going so, to, yeah. yeah. For example, one of the things I, I in the realm of, in which I work, you know, like a lot of people say, okay, well, my religion, my my Christianity is, is close to me. And I always ask, well, how much time are you spending, you know, pouring into that? Well, I think and, that depends on what what each, your idea is about what well, the point that what, overall, rep, what well, represents my being poured point, into. Yeah, my overall point is if an individual's response is not not much. Yeah. You know, if you spend more time in Facebook or more time in this, then that shows what your priority is. That's a reality we don't want to face sometimes. Okay. But how much time or how much even money or attention you pour into something, uh, it you could it has to be some. You can't uh-huh. pour nothing. Uh, you can't pour anything in it at all mm-hmm. and just say it a lot. You mm-hmm. have to put something into it. If you don't put anything into it, then really start taking a real firm look at what is it then? What mm-hmm. really is? Because there's always a proof behind it. Mm-hmm. You guys help educate all of your children. That's proof. Mm-hmm. If I just say that education is important in my community, but I do nothing whatsoever to ever pour into supporting my words, then the reality is that's not a core for me. It's just something I like talking about. Okay. But it's not really there. Okay. When it's really there, you pour something into it. You know, one of the guiding principles that a lot of people might say would be something like honesty. Right. Okay. So then... <laughs> Is that guiding our behaviors? I mean, there's a lot of ethical concerns here that we have to dig deep inside ourselves. If our core value, one of them is being honest and being truthful, are there times that we aren't or we can't be or we shouldn't be or how we are going to be honest? So so there's some real deep ethical, moral uh, dilemmas in in some of these core values yeah i mean for for each one i mean 
and today as society evolves there's always no one's going to always agree with your value system no uh in fact we've reached a place in society where it's splintered so to a point where outside of even your own household you will rarely find people that will subscribe to the same brand of values that you may have um and even within your own household (laughs) it might even be hard to uh, for people to grasp things and see things the way that you see it so for me I always take a look at it from the standpoint of what's truth to me you know and not trying to push it down anyone you know trying to push an agenda down someone else's throat or anything of that nature but what is absolutely uh 100% true uh, to to me and like you know I mentioned earlier for me I, I mentioned Christianity that's one of the biggest things that that's a core value to me but and I'm and in today's society, that's not necessarily always OK to state, you know, what your religious belief is or whatever. I I feel a personal conviction where I feel OK saying it, you know, but I've been on stages where people said, how about you not say that? And, really? I you know, I haven't heard of that, but I do have a lot of clients, however, who have grown up in the church. Right. And if. On my client intake form, it says, um, do you consider yourself religious or spiritual? And there'll be people, and more and more people will say, I consider myself a Christian, but I don't agree with da-da-da-da. Right. And not going to church and some things like that, because as we've said in former shows there's no hurt like church hurt right (laughs) so you know they've kind of detached and because of the political scene and some of the um um, extremist views yeah that people that claim quote claim to be christians have about other people and other religions and politics and all kinds of things they're they're stepping away from saying that uh, they're Christian or that they're that they have a church that they ascribe uh, yeah. to because they're embarrassed. I think for me, the biggest pressure that I've always faced is someone. You know, I've been invited to pray and different things of that nature. And one of the biggest things is there's a specific way that we're taught to pray within Christianity, and I've been asked to leave that portion out mm-hmm. just to pray a general prayer for everyone, just in case. You know, someone in the group, Mm -hmm. they could benefit from this prayer, but they don't subscribe to the same belief system as you. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I've always had to say, well, no, you know, thank you for asking, but no, thank you. Okay. Uh, Because I I can't drop that core value, uh, that core thing there. Like I want to show everyone love, but I'm not going to do it at the expense of what I believe. Okay. And it, you know, and if so, I'll have to find another venue or or an avenue, but I'm not going to leave behind that core particular belief. So you're saying that showing everyone love is a value for you. Yes. But there's a stronger value. Yeah. No, and it's or, not so much a but. It's accompanied with it. So in other okay. words, I won't compromise it. I will show you love. I won't necessarily be able to do it the way that you want to dictate it to me or want to make me show you love. Uh-huh. But I will show you love. Uh-huh. And I will show you in the way in which I'm being instructed to show you love. I'm not going to dictate how it happens, nor will you. Uh, it's, it's more or less. But I won't go away from my core value of showing you love. Okay. Well, uh, in the answering the question, am I living out my values? So 
people have to identify what some of those values are and you know when do we you know form those values of right and wrong i mean when did you form them I think for me, I think there's there's always this. It's like when you teach a child, as I was taught when I was younger, there were certain things that either they hurt when they happen. I witnessed hurt when they happen, even if I wasn't directly involved. The first time I witnessed a, uh, a murder or I didn't witness the murder itself. But the first time I saw a man pop up dead across the street from my house, I realized murder was wrong. I knew about the murder, heard about it, and I understood how it affected that man's family. I saw it. And so I understood there, not just because someone said it, mm-hmm. but seeing, I, you know, but seeing it firsthand, I understood that was a, that was one of the wrongs. First time I saw someone being jumped, I realized as much as it may feel good to be a part of a gang or be a part of everyone. I saw what it looked like to beat someone unmercifully, you know, unmercifully. Mm-hmm. And so there were certain things that I saw growing up that made me really associate uh, my rights and wrongs are different. Uh, I make a difference between the entertainment value of speaking about uh, violence and associating with being right or wrong. Because when I heard it in the songs and I saw it in the movies, they didn't feel wrong. Mm-hmm. They felt like they were this reflection of life mm-hmm. that eventually maybe I would be a part of. But once I saw it for firsthand and I was able to feel the pain associated with it, even though it didn't affect me directly. It had an effect on me and I was able to say, okay, even if I was taught that this was right, I now see that it's wrong. This emotion helped me realize that it was wrong. So that's how I, I stood on the side of like with violence and all okay. those type of things. The minor like steal something from the store and not minor, but the those type of things, those just came with correction from my parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just trusted their word on it. You Doesn't know? every five year old yeah. take a little something from a store because yeah. they don't? They might know better, but once they get to be seven or eight or nine and they do it, yeah, they you know, know better. better. And then if, you're, if your parent hasn't taken you back to the drugstore to return the item that you took, you know. Yeah. You know, it's real <laughs> funny. Think I think all of us knew it was kind of wrong because yeah. that's why we hit it. We hit it, I Like guess. Even if we say yeah. we didn't, I think sometimes we're born with certain core values okay. that we know are... We know there's some things we know are there's a difference between right and wrong. Okay, so like lying, cheating. Because yeah. it's why we hide it. Uh-huh. You know, without okay. you know, you could say, Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, you did. You wouldn't have hit it. You knew something wasn't quite right <laughs> about it. Something's not quite right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh you know, when you think about the uh the unwavering and unchanging guide. Yeah. To how you live your life. What I'd like to kind of talk about for a little bit is what that makes you feel like when you're you have a belief, you have a core value, but it's not you're not living it out. Your behavior or let's just call let's just say behavior for an example isn't doesn't line up isn't congruent internally how that would feel yeah if if you um are living out your value the way that you uh, know it to be that feels right there's not friction internally right uh kind of this rubbing of uh this angst if you're living it out the way that um 
your behavior dictates that it's the same as the value. In other words, it's congruent. It it feels good inside. There's not a question mark. Yeah, I I, I agree that that's because it's different. It's kind of like different from like saying I'm, I'm living out my dream. Yeah. You know, that's a you know, like you could be frustrated if you're not doing that. But when yeah, when you're not living out something, you know, isn't right. That's something mm-hmm. that kind of, for lack of a better term, it haunts you almost. Mm-hmm. It just sticks in your core and it, until you can make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. It does. It calls for that uh, for you to to evolve back to it. Mm-hmm. it. It wants you to evolve back to it and then continue to grow with it. It does not leave. What um, if a person's core value and guiding principle is harmful, is negative? Like right. some people could have a core value that murder's okay. Right. And I think that's where, you know, that's where, and this is the part I never understood until I got a little bit older, really like the last five, six years of understanding the importance of mental health diagnosis and Understanding that there are that there is a chemical imbalance sometimes with some of these things that uh, and then there are some individuals that unfortunately were raised under these false beliefs. And it's going to take a more intense uh, in order to guide their their values away from that. It's going to take something a little bit more intense to, to help because I and I might be naive in this belief. I do understand as parents, we play a, a key role, but I do honestly believe that each one of us are born with something that, that guides us mm-hmm. uh, toward right. And if we're yanked away from it or whether we just shift away from it, um, we usually need help getting back to it. I don't believe that a child is born a psychopath, you know, like in that and that he may have these traits, tendencies, mm-hmm. all these mm-hmm. different things. But there's something that has to be cradled or facilitated there at some point well we do want to think that i don't know if that's true or not but we do want to that's what yeah that's what we want to think that's what we want to think so uh so what we're saying is we may uh have these behaviors that don't line up with our values but we can evolve i guess into a higher values yeah and i've been transparent about this with me is that i didn't have a high value on the opposite sex for a long time Mm -hmm. i think for me my value system was was sexually based for a long time and i began to live in a world of consistently objectifying women and never really saw them for as a uh it was almost unhuman to some degree when I when you really have to assess. And I'm not saying that just to be overly dramatic. Well, if was, you objectify, it's like yeah. looking at something as an object. So, yeah, yeah that and, would be not human. Yeah. So, you know, and it was just it turned into it. That was where my mind frame was with that. And so as my sis, as my core values kept, there were other core values that kept saying, now, you know, this value that you have is wrong. There was something about there was another value that was placed on me that that prompted me to to allow my value in those areas to evolve Mm -hmm. uh, towards something that I believe is 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 more righteous. You know, what I'm saying way to live, to view every human being as a human being and give every human being the amount of love and respect that's due and deserved to them just because they're breathing, because they are humans. Not everybody yeah. thinks that. And 
I think there's something inside of us. Like I said, I'm just naive enough to believe that there's something inside of all of us that that this there. I think we all You want to believe that, don't you? You know, and it's not even a, I want to. I've seen the ugliest of society. Mm-hmm. The absolute ugliest of society. I've had just like the worst people, I mean, or not worst people, but people who've said and done the worst things. Mm-hmm. I've seen them evolve out of it. So I've, you know, so I'm, I like I said, I am naive enough just to believe that yes, all of us have it. It's just, it takes special individuals to get there uh, to, mm-hmm. to help them. And, you know, the value of education in doing that, just learning, reading, or listening now people you know like you like to listen to podcasts i do too uh somebody said to me just a couple of days ago you know i listen to ted talks all the time i really like those a lot of people do listen to ted talks and podcasts like ours and it informs them as far as how they're going to make changes in their lives and that's one of the things we like to do is to challenge people to do that and that's what we're doing today is to challenge you to look at your what you think your core values are and name them write them down and does it feel as if internally you're living your life out in the with those values or not yeah. if you are it feels right and it feels uh good if you're not that's when it there's this little yank in there it's mm-hmm. it's like wait a minute now you know i said this was my core value but i'm not spending any time or money or thought or you know this is not what i'm doing and it doesn't feel it's that it's that rub inside that spurs us on. And, you know, unless we're most people, unless you get unhappy about something, yeah, you're not going to make a change. That, you know, every single day, that's the number one thing I always deal with with guys where they come in and say, I want off drugs. I want help. I want help with this. And I'm like, uh, and you can see when, when a person's broken by it, you know, uh-huh. the difference between someone where it's like, I was taught better. I know better. I'm uh-huh. broken by who I am now. And there's a difference between that guy and the guy who just, hey, I need a reprieve. Mm-hmm. I'm not done being an addict. Yeah. But can you give me a rest? Right. <laughs> because I'm going to get back at it. But I, yeah. if you don't give me a rest, I'm going to die doing it right now. Yeah. And yeah. it's a catch 22 because sometimes it's like, wow. You know, you you mm-hmm. see it, and that person you have you try to help that person realize mm-hmm. what are you really saying between the lines? Like, mm-hmm. what is your value here? Well, you know, if for instance you said something about objectifying women, and if you value women, and you value femininity, and you value um, people, and you're a man, let's say, and you're uh, viewing pornography. Yeah, that's that's not showing value. <laughs> that is not that's objectifying women, but sometimes people don't think certain things are pornography. Right. That's why I say I'm not going to be on Instagram. That's why. I, okay. That's that's, that's oh, what the okay. point I was alluding to earlier. Oh, it's too much. I of, thought maybe that was. What yeah, that's you were what I was. To. That's what I was getting at. Is that there are too many things. I want to see your Instagram. My Instagram I don't, is horrible because I don't <laughs> get that horrible. stuff on my Instagram. It you know, and that's <laughs> but that's where and you know for me there's little bitty things that that can I realize that how my Instagram got horrible like if I like a fitness picture. Oh, uh-huh. then it's over. 
uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like all it takes is for you to to like one fitness picture and it just it can go from there. Well, it's there. It's like that yeah. on Facebook, too, because if you like a nature picture and yeah. it's like a tra- some travel place, all of a sudden it'll have a suggestion for you to yeah. like something else about that. And so there's there that is an insidious way of getting our attention and it's the same way with what we are doing as far as being insidiously eroding our value yeah i'm 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 using a metaphor here it read yeah you will rest (laughs) your values really easily if Uh you're not paying attention and i think and not to to be the society's out to get you kind of guy but it's like that's just the way of the world like that's just the way way things are everyone not everyone shares the same moral compass mm-hmm. and the truth of the matter is you know if i say i'm not gonna look at this anymore there's a good chance there's a person listening right now who may feel like well crap now i feel kind of <laughs> bad and they would instead of just reviewing like well what, what was what's his process do i share the same values as, as andrew uh-huh and if the answer is yes, well, maybe I should probably follow suit with him. Okay. Instead, it might be more of a rebellious nature just to say, nope, I like my Instagram. Uh-huh. And I do want to say to everybody that I like women and I respect them, but I, I, I still like looking at them, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> in, mm-hmm. in that way. Mm-hmm. And people want their cake. We want our cake and eat it, too, in society. I think mm-hmm. that's that's one of the things. Well, we're going to wind our show up here today, and uh, I think we've got a lot to think about as far as our values, what our guiding principles are, what, and also goals. Yeah. Our values sh- should be driving our goals. And so if we say we have a goal of something and we're not doing it, that's maybe not our value. So well. anyway... We will. Uh, this is our last show for TCC. Show for TCC. So let's say thank you to Thanks them. Thanks for TCC. Thanks yes. for listening. And please support the grid. Please do. It it doesn't need to. It doesn't need to go away. It needs to be something that can help yeah. educate, inform, and entertain. Yeah. So please tell people about the grid on TCC. It doesn't need to go away. Yeah. It doesn't at all. And we'll see you next week or next month on our fifth season of yes. This Life Matters. Maybe they'll see us. Maybe so. All right. <laughs>